All right, thank you very much, Rob. We'll speak to you later. We'll get more updates on traffic. Okay, uh, I mean, I don't understand how we even got here. The National School of the Arts has been um, in the wars in 2020. At some stage, they almost closed down. Why? Because they are simply not being able to operate. I mean, the financial issues are partly the reason. Parents not being able to pay fees and really clearly not enough funding coming through. I mean, I understand that the government gives them about three million a year. The Department of Education gives them about 2.8 million a year. I don't even know if it's clubbed as one amount or if it's two separate amounts. Um, and uh, it just really has become problematic. Now, yes, as much as the Universal Music Group, and we thank them, thank them for this, have offered a lifeline of one and a half million rand in donation to help the school, but it is obviously not enough. So let's speak to the NSA Artistic Director who joins us on the line, Brenda Sakelaradis, and I hope I'm pronouncing this one correctly. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning. And yes, you did, you did almost pronounce it correctly. It's Sakelaridis, the Greek name. Sakelaridis, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Thank you for schooling me. Thank you for schooling me. <laughs> this is why I should have paid attention in class. Brenda, we have a situation here, yeah. and I am... I mean, I've got friends that went to NSA. Um, it wasn't necessarily a Lorna Maseko or a Charlize Theron or a Zoe Mudija or a Mushidi Mutsehwa or even a Langa Mavuso, but they were people who were passionate nonetheless about the arts. And it breaks my heart that this is the kind of situation the school finds itself in. Why are we here in the first place? A number of, a number of reasons. And I think it's all the conditions that make a perfect storm. So it was, you know, obviously COVID-19 that amplified the situation and the downturn in the economy and the fact that a growing number of our parents were, were unable to, to pay school fees. So that, that figure increased every year. Um, but I think what is very important now is that the narrative has shifted. And I think critical in that was, in you know, earlier this year, June, we let our alumni know our alumni are so important to us. I mean, they are our DNA of the school. You know, they are evidence of how valuable and important the school is. We let them know that we were struggling because we didn't want the excellence of the school to actually be compromised. And it was the letter to the alumni that actually, because of their care, it's how they, the affection that they have for the school, that news got out to the media because it wouldn't have helped us at all if we just buried our heads and hoped for mm. some kind of miracle, although hope is important. So at the moment with the school, the alumni came on board. We've had wonderful donations coming through. We went out to the corporate sector. We went to the, the funders, the traditional funders of the arts, and the collective kindness has managed to take what was a ship heading for the worst kind of storm and turned it, not just turned it, but allowed it to see a much more prosperous horizon and a safer horizon because we need the National School of the Arts. We need specialist arts education because our artists, as you said, yes, some of them go into the sector, but all of them carry art and the power of, mm. of the creative thinker into the sectors that they go into. So at the moment, we, it would have been foolish for us to just imagine that we could find a solution without the collective coming on board. And the collective did come on board. The collective recognized us. Mm. So at the moment, anybody listening out there, any alumni, please know that the National School of the Arts, as an iconic institution, will see the next 50 years through. 
we will be a bastion of specialist arts education because right. we care and the people who know care. So, and also just to, to um, um, clarify, in terms of the funding that we've got from the Gauteng Department of Education, because yes, we yes. fall under the GDE, yes, they have come on board. But during this time of COVID-19, they had also had other schools to look after. And it would have been very selfish to just assume that in all the incredible schools in this, in this country and in Gauteng, that the National School of the Arts needed an extra band-aid. You know what I mean? Sure, but I mean, yeah, I hear that, Brenda. Yeah, I hear that. And just to jump in there, uh, we, we, we will always appreciate um, help from everywhere. And of course, we have expectations of government and they can always come through for more. That's just my thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a completely yeah. separate discussion, but I always believe that the money is there and we just need to be able to spend it wisely. So going forward, Brenda, I mean, in order to yes. keep things afloat, in order to keep things alive, what needs to happen? I mean, at some stage, the school, I believe, had 200,000 rand left in the bank. I mean, this is not the kind of situation we want. No, not at all. Look, we, didn't, uh, we did not have that security blanket. We did not have that buffer. And that was why we went out to our alumni. 50 years worth of learners. If every learner, you know, honored us paying it backwards, paying it forward with some kind of donation, we knew that we could get a cash injection quite swiftly. But, you know... I don't want to say miraculously, because a lot of hard work went into it as well. At the time when we knew that we could pay our educators maybe until the end of August, during that time, there was a flow of bounty. Our alumni came on board. Another private funder came, came on board. We then had the serendipitous call from Universal Music, you know, through their task force for Meaningful Change, with a wonderful value offering, which wasn't just about finance. It was saying, yes, we will walk a strategic road with you. That's what we want. Mm. We want that sector mm. engagement because we feed the sector and the sector can tell us what they need. So then Universal came on board and also an energy company called Longwan Molilo DLO. And that was also an alumni of the school recognizing how she could actually give back. So from having, from really facing a very dire landscape, there was, there was a flow. And we, could, we knew at one point that we had turned the ship. Sure. But we would never have turned the ship if we hadn't told our story. And if we hadn't said, you know what, if we don't get some help, this incredible institution may just come to, to a standstill. Absolutely. It's not advisable in terms of not having a reserve, but oh my word, sometimes it's very difficult, you know, with like 50% of mm. our, our parents being able to pay fees. And all those children deserve to be there. My word, because when they stand in the spotlight, that is... Their, their tickets to the school. That, that is the is, moment. That is, is the moment school. right there, Brenda. Absolutely, All right. sir. Absolutely. We're, gonna, we, we're out of time, but we do appreciate you painting a picture for us. And uh, as I said, it breaks my heart to, to even know that this is going on. But I'm glad that there are people and uh, organizations and entities that are willing to help. And I'm glad that we had this conversation because we are creating even more awareness around your situation. Brenda, thank you and all the best of luck. We will keep checking in on you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Have a great morning. Brenda uh, Sakilaridis, who is uh, the NSA Artistic Director, speaking about that. What are your thoughts on that? The situation that the NSA finds itself in. You've got thoughts on how they can turn things around. You've got some ideas. Maybe you also went there uh, back in your school day. You can tweet us and hashtag The Morning Flavor.